Welcome to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Your host, Jesse Jameson, has a real treat for you. You are about to hear a great story. And if Jesse brings his A-game, some good commentary too. And later on, we'll let you know how you can join Jesse as a guest. Now, without further ado, here's Jesse. Welcome back to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Today's friend is Denisha from Phoenix. The title of her story is World's Worst Roommates. Denisha, thank you for coming on the show. The floor is yours. Of course. Well, um, thank you for having me. Um, I'll start there. Um, so just jump right in. <laughs> yeah, so you have uh, the world's worst roommates. You said you have a good five of them to share. So why don't you take us back to the beginning? Did it start with your first roommate or when was the first roommate experience bad? And we'll go. Oh, through. man. <laughs> so it was bad right off the jump. Um, the first apartment I ever got, I had my first roommate um, and his name was Brandon. And it seemed like it was a good idea. You know, we started out, we're going to both put half down on the deposit. You know, he has a job, everything's good. By the time, it red flags immediately. By the time it was time for us to move in, he had nothing to give. Um, I had to put down the whole deposit. I ended up being the one paying the rent. Um, so they, they just started off really bad. Um, so we're not only... When did you meet Brandon and how old were you? Was it through work? What, what created this uh, meeting? Um, well, so he worked at the Circle K near my house and we were around the same age. So we like clicked immediately. He was going through a rough time. So we instantly became friends. He needed somewhere to stay. I was getting my first apartment. I was 18. <laughs> so it was like a new experience. I didn't really experience the world yet. So I didn't know what roommates were like <laughs> until then. Did he hit on you at all? Because obviously you're 18 year old female. He's a male working at Circle K or was it just friendship? Um, so it was just friendship at first. You know, he had just gone through a breakup. So he was like stressed. So it was just that at first. But when he did move in, he did eventually hit on me um, twice, I want to say. Was and was he was he neat or messy? Uh, and and did you ever end up seeing money from him, or is this the? So it sounds like the only problem he really had was lack of funds. But he had a job. How come he didn't have any funds? Oh my goodness! So working at the Circle K, it was like minimum wage. Um, that was the biggest issue. Well, when we moved in, he was immediately messy. You know, he didn't even try to unpack his stuff. He just like left it in the corner. Um, that was the first problem is he didn't have money. Second problem was he was messy. So he eventually ended up quitting his job and decided to get into a different trade to get some income going. And it did not go well. <laughs> different trade. Now, whenever I hear that, I'm always thinking, what's he selling weed on the side or is he, you know, stealing car <laughs> stereos? What's, what's going on? No. So he was definitely selling weed. Um, I, of course, told him not to, like, hey, I don't want that coming out of my house. But he's like, well, okay, well, you know, I won't, I won't crap where I sleep, you know. So he's like, I won't do it. But eventually he started, you know, 
going out of the house frequently and I didn't have a backbone at the time. So I let it go on for a while before I finally, you know, had enough. Um, so let me give you his point of view. I'll be devil's advocate here. Okay. okay. So you're not letting him smoke weed. You don't even really let him sell weed. You're complaining about money and then you're not giving them any. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to pay rent either. <laughs> let's go on to the, let's go on to the second roommate, second roommate of male or female. The second roommate was a female. What was her name? Uh, Just a first name. Don't give any last names. We'll call her Linja. Linja. Yeah. Okay. And, and what was the deal with Linja? Did she have money or did she have more money than the first guy, Brandon? Um, so honestly, that wasn't really my concern at that time. You know, I was working a lot. I'm like, okay, regardless, I'm going to make sure, you know, my roof is fine. The main reason I let her move in um, is first off, I wanted someone there, but I had dogs at the time and she would like take them out for me. So she put in her, her fair share at first. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, do, it went good. Do, do you have cats at this time or just dogs? Um, I had two pitties and a kitty, actually. Okay, so you, did, so you do have your own little zoo here, and now you <laughs> have Linja. And course. when did it start to go wrong? So was she drinking? Was there alcohol involved? Or was she... Oh, Give us the rundown. Man, she had the alcohol bad. So she didn't want to think she was an alcoholic, but she she would slam them down. And it was to the point where she wasn't working either. So instead of finding a good way to supply her alcohol as well, we lived by a fries and she would go there and you know, she got a five, she got a discount. She got a five finger discount. Um, that tells you how bad the problem was, you know, she had to steal to supply her, her issue. <laughs> so if she's stealing to supply her alcohol addiction, does that also mean that she's missing the rent as well? Cause somebody has to pay rent, even if somebody doesn't have rent. So did it end up affecting her rent? Of course. I was the only one paying rent at the time. She was just watching the dogs and being a homebody. So again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. She's saying that, you know, the cat would poop in the litter box, which is where cats poop. The dog would go eat the cat poop, give her poop scented <laughs> kisses in the morning. And, you know, she's not going to pay rent for that. Let's move on to the third um, victim here. What's the, who's the, who's the, is the third one a, a guy or a girl? First one was Brandon. That was the guy with no money, even though he had a job. Right. Um, but keep in mind, you wouldn't let him smoke weed or sell weed or get any nookie. So that's understandable. <laughs> then it was Lenja or Lilja, I, I forget uh, her, her name, but basically she's taking care of the animals and she's like, hey, if I'm taking care of the animals, let me live here for free. So that didn't work out. Who's the third charmer here? Oh, so the third charmer was a male as well. Um, he actually turned out to be my son's dad. <laughs> Oh man. Wait, and you've uh, got you've got him listed as a bad roommate. What it can can we just have his first name? <laughs> we call him Monty. Okay. And uh, so so 
you love him enough that he's your baby's daddy, but we still are, we're putting him in the category of bad, um, bad roommate. Oh my goodness. If there was one that was the messiest, I think he takes the cake. <laughs> he, he got that one pretty down packed. If he's the third roommate and messy, but the father of your child, and this story involves five roommates, does that mean that you kicked them to the curb or will we get back to him? Ooh, so he, he's continuous. Oh We've my had, God. So, so he's you're, a bad you're addi- roommate. So you're addicted, you're addicted to his filth. It's a dirty relationship. Man. Love. <laughs> so he's filthy on his own and we've had bad roommate experiences together. So <laughs> now how did you find this guy? How did you find Monty? He was a coworker. He turned out to be a coworker. Um, and it was just, you know, friendship at first. I had again, the bad roommate Linja at the time when I met him. Um, and we kind of ended up swapping roommates. So <laughs> he had a roommate he was living with and I had her. So the reason I ended up swapping, so her alcohol wasn't necessarily the problem I ended up getting stolen from. Um, now, wait, so- you got stolen from, <laughs> was it her stealing or did her alcohol bring on somebody else that ended up coming in and stealing? Um, as far as I know, she is the only one that knew where said item was. So my my bet is on her but she claims it's not of course um so yeah i mean after that i swapped roommates (laughs) literally who who stole from you though and was it a large amount so it was her it was at least a hundred dollars and ten grams of weed so it was, a, it was, a, <laughs> so it's like, it what's was 10 grams? Pack. Is that like change or what? Okay. Yeah. So I got you. So, so the reality is, is that $100 might not sound like much to the people at home, but when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, and I assume most of your money is going towards your rent, that hundred bucks is, is huge. It so you, was. you didn't see it as a $5 thing. You saw it as a substantial thing. So you end up meeting this guy named Monty, he's got kind of a bad roommate experience or a roommate, we should say, I don't know if it's good or bad, but you say, Hey, I want to make a trade. I'm going to send this go girl over there. Her name is Linja. She's the best. You send me Monty. And then all of a sudden he comes over and gets you pregnant. What? <laughs> Basically that's how it happened. Um, he was not a big fan of me. <laughs> um, it sounds like he was actually. Well, he wasn't at first, but he definitely became accustomed very fast. Um, but he... He's Wait just, a minute, he's a, Denisha. You, you said he was really like world-class messy. And you guys aren't oh, getting along because you're like, hey, pick up this trash. This is just horrible. I don't live like this, right? And he's like, well motivate me give me some reason to pick this trash up and you're like let's make a baby what's your baby's name elijah and it must have worked because you guys are still together so is he cleaner now or was the sex just so incredible (laughs) that you're like screw it we're gonna live dirty what's (laughs) so he's cleaner now still not up to my par but he's getting there slowly (laughs) um but the more, 
So he, he was really bad. He's gotten a lot better, but then the more people we've added to the house, the more he's kind of fall, fell back into bad habits. Okay. So there, there have been other roommates then we're going to get on to them further, but let's just recap as far as Brandon was concerned, other than the hitting on you. And when he hits on you, you know, there's a, there's a, okay, I'm hitting on you. You're saying no, so I'm going to back off. And then there's ultra aggressive. Was he at least decent where he respected when you said no? Yeah, he was. Like there wasn't like one more. When it came to that. Butt tap or anything. <laughs> okay, okay, got you. And then, uh, and then of course, with, with Lilja, the real problem was the alcohol. Now, here's what I've noticed with alcohols. Tell me if you agree or if this applies. A lot of times they don't show their true colors at first. Right at first, they just get uh, they're going to just drink milk and water and maybe a Pepsi. And before you know it, one or two beers becomes like an endless bottle of vodka or whiskey or something. Is, is that kind of how it went down? Oh, yeah. It turned into moonshine, moonshine strong. <laughs> so the problem with alcohol is it usually makes you where you want to be sociable. And if you don't have a ton of money, especially if you're not working, before you know it, you're inviting maybe strange guys and strange women to the crib, right? Exactly. So all of a sudden, you're there watching TV, eating your Captain Crunch cereal, enjoying yourself, right? That's what young people do, right? You're eating cereal. And, um, and all of a sudden, you know, she's bringing these people in the house that aren't the most savory. And then are you pretty sure that it was one of her friends that stole from you? Or do you think it was it was her or no it was definitely so there were two people there at the time that it could have been on um that it could have been and again she's the only one that knew where it was and the other guy liked me so I doubt he was gonna steal from me when I gave him pretty much you know anything he wanted at the time <laughs> that's <laughs> I a good way of putting it I got, I got you I got you <laughs> so if you had to give a tale just for these first two are you still friends with Brandon or Lilja no. Okay, so the reality is, is if you guys went into this roommate relationship as friends, roommates are a real great way to lose a friendship. Would you agree with that? Or, or a great way to put the, a friendship in peril? Now, there are, other, there are other people that'll tell you, hey, I met my roommate uh, when I was 18, and we've been lifelong friends since. Have you, did you have until this point any good experiences or is this just back-to-back -back bad experiences, no good ones oh. in between? They've, they've been pretty, yeah, they've been back-to-back -back <laughs> bad. I haven't had one good roommate yet. <laughs> Including the father of her child, who she <laughs> loves very much. Oh. Um, are you guys married right now? Or are you guys fiancé? Um. Or boyfriend-girlfriend? <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend again <laughs> well, and again <laughs> <Yeah>. okay yeah <laughs> so um what type of work without naming your job what type of work do you do now um i'm a credit consultant okay is it enough where if you do have a roommate skip out on paying you can still cover it so a roommate is more like a pleasure rather than a pain in the butt when it comes to money or um now yes absolutely okay. So you're trying to save your pennies because obviously we want to send Elijah to the best schools going forward, right? Of course. And then Monty is, is obviously still a roommate. When it comes to the money aspect, he's obviously been there for how many years now? Uh, you said to the money aspect? <laughs> no, but I mean, um, he, went through oh. <laughs> school, he went through schooling and stuff, right? But um, Yeah, he's in schooling now. 
Oh, he's in schooling um, now. So right now, are you covering most of the bills or does he still have a little? Um, I'm covering most of them. Um, he's been around for about four years and that's another kind of <laughs> bad roommate experience that he's kind of entailed is the finance, financial side of things. You know, it's so true The the mother of my daughter, my daughter's 25 now. I honestly think when we broke up, I think finances had something to do with it. Um, it's not, oh, yeah. it's not a good reason to break up, but it's definitely a stressor that can kind of break of the, the back, you know? So those are things that we're going to work on. Obviously we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, Denisha's going to walk us through the next series of roommates. Hopefully it'll get even more and more fun. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Would you like to host your own radio show? Jesse Jameson is an executive producer with the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the leader in live and on-demand Internet talk radio. Jesse serves as executive producer to over a dozen shows on our network. If you'd like to connect with Jesse to be a guest on a show, do some advertising, or even want to talk about hosting your very own show, give him a call at 480-553-5719 or email him at jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's 480-553-5719 or email jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. When it comes to financial planning, most of us would probably rather have a root canal. Math, budgets, keeping ourselves and our loved ones secure after retirement, planning for retirement, risk, reward, and the like. How do you find the answers you need? Tune into Fiscal Fitness with John Grace and co-host Daniel Medina. They'll help you feel more secure in your investments and your future. Listen every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you tired of feeling disconnected and shut down? Since every choice has ripple effects, lasting happiness is a product of the choices we make each day. Tune in to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmsted introduced you to authors, musicians, artists, and innovators, all actively engaged in designing a world that works for everyone. Make sure you're along for the ride, Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. For tuning in to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Do you have a super short story that you'd like to have Jesse read on the show? Simply email him. You ready? 
It's jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. And who knows? Jesse might just read your short story on a future show. And now, back to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Welcome back to A Place Where You Got a Friend. Uh, before we left off, we were speaking with Denisha. Denisha, you've had some horrible roommates, but to this point, you made it out unscathed. You've had a little bit of money taken from the standpoint of when people don't come through with their half, you've got to come through with their half, right? And you've also had money literally stolen from you and had to live with a drunk, which if you're not a drunk, living with a drunk must seem darn near impossible. Mm. Then you have... Monty move in, he gets you pregnant, but I don't want to say that in a bad way. I mean, he legitimately is your boyfriend and he's a great guy. I know Monty and, but he's gone through schooling and stuff. And so sometimes between his messiness and his lack of funds, because when you're a student, you're not, you know, necessarily rolling in the dough. So he's got his challenges too. But during the commercial break, you told me that you thought of one or two other roommates. So the only thing that makes your roommate experiences bad it's just the fact that you've never had a good one. So with that, thank you for, uh, thank you for sharing and continue your story. So who was the next roommate and was it in coalition with Monty? So now it's you and him as a couple bringing on a third wheel, so to speak, correct? Exactly. Um, except it wasn't a third wheel. It was actually two extra wheels. So the next um, roommate was actually a couple. Um, it was Eric and Colleen. So they were an odd pair. <laughs> now, do they at least have money? I assume you're starting to make checklists of we are not going to go with people that are alcoholics and we are not going to go with people that are broke. Did they, did they pass any tests? Okay, so let, let me actually backtrack. So you were right. It, we did add a third wheel. So it started out as just Eric. Um, there was already a red flag, so it was just him. He was really great, but his female was in prison at the time. Hey, Denisha, um, I, however you're laying, you're moving your phone and it's scratching the speaker. So if you could just try to keep it where the speaker doesn't scratch. Keep going. Gotcha. All right. So um, his female was in prison at the time, and he was staying with us. What was, his, what was his name? Uh, Eric. Eric. Okay. Everything was great. At first, <laughs> um, he actually ended up moving out. And after I had baby, that's when they both moved back in. So wait, Eric moves in by himself because I'm assuming he had a situation where he had to move in. Okay. So during his mini stay with you, he's actually an exemplary, perfect roommate. No, no major correct. issues. Yeah, he was amazing until... They both moved in. <laughs> so you have the baby, and now you guys need a little help. They're in a situation where obviously they need some help. They move in. Do you guys have like a six-bedroom apartment, or what's happening room-wise? Oh, man, it was bad. So we were in a one-bedroom apartment. They, they needed help. So we were in a one-bedroom apartment. They were actually sleeping in our dining room. Um, so it was already uncomfortable in this small space. You know, I couldn't go in the kitchen without – Fearing waking them up and just it was just a really uncomfortable situation you know four adults and a baby two dogs slammed into like this small space <sighs> and what was the now let me ask you this if I were them I would say hey look we're sleeping on the dining room table <laughs> right mm -hmm. 
the dog is licking me in the morning when I wake up at four and I'm not supposed to wake up till eight, right? They've got a million excuses. So did they work out a special deal where they get reduced rent or what type of deal? Was there a money deal that went into this? Um, There was not. So we were splitting everything normal. Um, We actually ended up moving into another apartment, which was bigger. Um, We moved to a two bedroom, two bathroom. So we all had our own space. They were still, they were still pretty good. I was really irritated, you know, after having the baby, just not space. So I already wanted them gone, but it wasn't because they were doing anything until we moved. Um, so, okay. So once again, at first they're a little messy or maybe not messy. It's just everybody's claustrophobic, right? You're in this small space. Now you've moved to a bigger space, but let's not lose a grip on reality. A two bedroom apartment is still a small space when you have that many people plus pets. So when they move in, we'll call this part two with them as a couple. All of a sudden, it's not quite like it was at the previous smaller place. In what ways did they change? Um, So he was still great. (laughs) Um, She started just like showing signs of being the messy one. She would make like cups of coffee in the morning, literally take a sip and then just like leave it on the counter all day long. Um, She just would just leave a mess behind herself, wouldn't clean up after herself. It was just really bad. Did that lead to a situation where you're being nicer to him than you are to her? Because I don't know, it kind of grates on you when people constantly do the same annoying habits. And I'd imagine, are you even a coffee drinker? Or is it one of these things where now you're living with coffee cups everywhere and you don't even drink it? I don't even drink it. So there's like coffee cups everywhere. I'm still being nice to both of them. You know, they were still cool. It was just kind of irritating. Um, Things, you know, progressed. Um, They got into an altercation, like they were fighting, which was still fine. You know, it was their situation. But then he started making passes at me. Oh. Okay. So let me ask you this. Brandon is one type of guy. He works at Circle K. What, what type of job did Eric have at the time? Do you recall? Uh, he, was, he was my coworker too. He was in our call center job with me. Okay, so he's a call center guy. He's used to using his voice and manipulating women with that uh, wonderful soul he has that comes through his vocal cords. Who had the better game, Brandon or Eric? Oh, Eric for sure. Okay, he so was- Eric, Eric is more of a Romeo type, right? What, what, give us a pickup line that he was using, or was it more like bumping into you? Some guys flirt with a girl by, um, you remember when we're little and they might tease you or was he like, Hey, you know, let me take you out to lunch. Give, give us an idea. Um, so they were, they were, they were really subtle at first. He was just, he was a friendly guy and he was, you know, I, knowing him, he was just like your typical kind of pervy guy, you know, but it was just him. Like, Wait a minute. So guys are pervy or the typical pervy guy is, is Eric. He, he's the typical pervy guy. So it wasn't out of the usual, you know? Um, so it's like, it was fine. You know, I didn't think anything too much of it, but he would just make weird, weird, like comments. Like before we moved, 
um, I would breastfeed, you know, so he would like walk in the house. I'm like feeding my child because like my child's hungry. So he'd like walk in the house. He's like, every time I come in, it's like a blooper. Like you always, you always have something out. So like, it kind of started out weird like that. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but that's still halfway, not nasty. Right. Exactly. So it, you're still like, okay, all right, I'll let that slide. Let's say on a scale of one to 10, those are one, twos and threes. When did he start maybe pumping up his game and hooking you up with a four five or six? So, so it, it starts. So I was knowing he's the typical pervy guy, right? I was already kind of uncomfortable around him just because I'm more of a curvaceous person. So I'm like, well, knowing he's a pervert, you know, his female super small. I feel like he's looking at me. So I'm like, well, I feel like I can't. So in my mind, I'm like, I have a lot of butt, right? So I'm like, I can't wear shorts in my house. Like, I feel like he's looking at me. And so I'm like, okay, he's not like, it's cool. So one day we're at work and I'm like stretching and he's like, oh yeah, I'm like a boob guy. And he's like, so don't move like that. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Here it goes. Okay. So at first he busts out the one, two, and three with just a little joke that there's not even any curse words in it. So it could be totally friendly. Now he hits you with the four, five, and six with the, oh, by the way, I'm a boob guy. Don't move. Don't move. Stay right there. Right. And it's still kind of playful. When's Eric going to try to hit you with the seven, eight, or nine? Or does Eric not oh. have a seven, eight, or nine in him? Oh, he, he, he got, he's, he went straight to a 10, like no, no chill at all. So I'm like already like kind of complaining about him. Like, yeah, he's making me uncomfortable. Monty's not really thinking too much into it. So he, I have to take the baby to a doctor's appointment and he gets me a lift there. So he thinks it's a good idea to text me still kind of not like soup. Well, it was dirty, but he like tried to word it like kind of discreet and was like, Hey, send me a picture. I would have to erase. Like, wow. That's really tacky. So just to give, <laughs> just to give people a visual, Monty is like that big guy on Lord of the Rings or not Lord of the Rings. Um, Prisoner of Azkaban. What is that? Harry Potter. Who's that giant guy that Monty looks like on Harry Potter? Oh, um, no, no, no. So have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, I he looks like the mountain or something, right? The, and then uh, Eric looks like the precious. Ooh, the precious, right? Yes. So you got this giant guy. No wonder he doesn't really fear Eric, right? But Eric is obviously taking a new, a new toll with his going excessive. Now, you and Eric and, and Monty and Colette, I think you said her name was, um, you guys um, you guys are all living together. Is he starting to nonchalantly walk into rooms when doors are closed? Is he trying to catch glimpses of you in the shower? Is there anything really scary, pervert, creepy about it? Or is it just um, a guy that was hoping that you were on the same page with him? So he would just always like kind of look at me kind of weird, like, like I said, when I was feeding the baby, but I didn't really think anything of it until he was like, yeah, I'm a boob guy, send me a picture. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, so this whole time, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable wearing shorts, when this whole time I should be uncomfortable feeding my child in my living room, because he's staring at my boobs, you know, it's like... That's twisted. <laughs> so at this point, you had kind of liked him a little bit better than Colette because, like, let's face it, she was being really, really over-the-top messy. Now, are you getting to the point where you just want both of them out of the house? And is Colette starting to notice, like, hey, my guy, because weren't they boyfriend-girlfriend? 
Yes. Is she noticing my guy is always looking in your direction? Was there any uh, turbulence there or friction there? Um, so honestly, she didn't think anything of me when we were in the old apartment. He did something stupid with one of her friends and like sent them a picture. Um, but after he asked me for a picture, like I immediately told Monty and Eric didn't, he didn't show up back after the house since like back to the house since then. Um, cause he's a little guy, you know, he was scared. He knows he was wrong doing it, but it also turned out how messed up he was when he sent me the message he sent me, he was actually with Colleen and she didn't know he was texting me that. Well, that is really harsh and horrible, but you know, that's one of those things that at least he knew, Hey, I'm not going to show up anymore. At least right. he's smart about that. Right. So was there any more roommates? So now are they finally gone or was there any friction with them leaving? How do, how do they exit your abode? Um, so he left without a problem. Like I said, he didn't show back up. They broke up after that. She stayed for a little bit. Um, she was drama. It turns, <laughs> so I'll kind of skip past. So it turns out they had a bed bug problem and didn't tell us. So that escalated. Bed bug from the previous place they had lived or they got a bed bug problem and they just didn't tell you so you could tell the complex? They didn't tell us anything. We didn't know until they were leaving and we had the exterminator come and they were basically like, this is like a nest in here. Like, it's really bad. They should have known. Like, it's a breeding ground. And so with Colleen, I was like, Hey, like we need your help paying for this. And she blocked me and I haven't heard from her since. Okay. So take away that. Was she always good with her rent or was that even a pain in the butt to get? Um, they were kind of late, but they would pay. So they were like, Hey, look, they're making us live with bed bugs. We're going to pay our rent late. And that's just the way it is. So again, it's just, it was their fault, right? With the uh, bed right. bugs. And then the reality is, is they probably, it sounds like they were dirty. So even when they left, you probably had to do some cleaning. And oh, we didn't even touch that side of the house after that. You were that disgusted. So <laughs> does, does, does anybody take their place? So at this point, it's you, Monty, and the baby and the, and the pets again. Are we trying to fill that second room? Or are we just going to give it up to Elijah? Who's next? So we ended up having another set that was in need. So we did end up getting another couple of roommates <laughs> to move what, in. What are their names? Sherry and Andre. Okay. Now to your knowledge, do Sherry and Andre have bed bugs or does Sherry and Andre know they're about to move into a room where there were bed bugs or are the bed bugs gone by this time? Um, so they were gone by that time, but of course we did let them know what happened. Um, they didn't have any, you know, issues as far as that goes, <laughs> that we were aware of. So it was fine for the most part until we moved. <laughs> Do they bring any other baggage? Do they have kids or pets of their own that would make it more difficult than just two more people moving into a bedroom? They had a little dog as well that had a bladder and a very excitable pee issue. So every time this dog's jumping up, there's pee dribbling everywhere. Oh, your, yes. your dogs smell the pee and naturally they want to pee there too, right? Because don't course. dogs want to cover other pee? So before you know it, you're living in the piss factory home, right? Against your will. Is this the only problem or is there another situation? Did, was he hitting <laughs> on you again? Um, so no, he was actually fine. Um, another issue with him is he would drink and he couldn't handle his liquor. So they would fight um, often. 
loudly. I don't, I don't really <laughs> drink. And when I do, I'm such a happy-go-lucky lucky guy. But I've always been afraid of alcoholics from the standpoint of they're so fiery right off the get-go, where, yes. where, where instead of raising their voice, they're straight out yelling. And yeah, they, instead of yelling, they're ready to throw fists. What, what situation was it in? Was it, was it really freaky for you with the baby? So they were screaming at each other. They were yelling. I remember one night I was sleeping. Monty was up playing his game. And then we heard like a gun cock. And yeah, and it was really bad. So they're in there screaming. And I guess he pulled a gun on her. Um, it, it was it was a very crazy experience. So we told him he had to leave. They got their situation under control and he ended up coming back. But we moved. We ended up moving into another house with them and everything was fine. Hold that first. thought. Hold that thought. So we're moving into another house with a guy that for some reason you and Monty decide, hey, he pulled a gun, but we'll let him back. Right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to finish this up with Denisha and then we're going to ask her some questions and and we'll have fun in a minute. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Would you like to host your own radio show? Jesse Jameson is an executive producer with the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the leader in live and on-demand internet talk radio. Jesse serves as executive producer to over a dozen shows on our network. If you'd like to connect with Jesse to be a guest on a show, do some advertising, or even want to talk about hosting your very own show, give him a call at 480-553-5719 or email him at jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's 480-553-5719 or email jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. When it comes to financial planning, most of us would probably rather have a root canal. Math, budgets, keeping ourselves and our loved ones secure after retirement, planning for retirement, risk, reward, and the like. How do you find the answers you need? Tune into Fiscal Fitness with John Grace and co-host Daniel Medina. They'll help you feel more secure in your investments and your future. Listen every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you tired of feeling disconnected and shut down? Since every choice has ripple effects, lasting happiness is a product of the choices we make each day. Tune in to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmsted introduced you to authors, musicians, artists, and innovators, all actively engaged in designing a world that works for everyone. Make sure you're along for the ride, Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Thanks for tuning in to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Do you have a super short story that you'd like to have Jesse read on the show? Simply email him. You ready? It's jesse.jameson at voiceamerica.com. And who knows? Jesse might just read your short story on a future show. And now, back to Jesse Jameson and Friends. And welcome back to Jesse Jameson and Friends. Denisha, thank you for coming on. I actually love this story. I, I... I know that guys make fun of women for, you know, always gossiping, but you're not really gossiping if you're telling your own story. At least I don't feel like you are. Now, if I shared it with the world, I would be gossiping, which I guess technically that's what I'm doing because I'm sharing it with the world. <laughs> so you just moved into a brand new place. Is this a house now? Or are we moving from an apartment to a house? It's a three-bedroom apartment at this point. Okay, so now we've at least gone to the creme de la creme of apartments. Everybody's got a little bit more room. Tell us these two uh, people's names again and, and recap the situation. He just fired a gun or at least cocked a gun. He had to leave. Now we're starting to reunite. Yes, so Sherry and Andre. So we ended up moving into the other apartment. And again, they were, they were fine for the most part. Um, another issue we had with them is she would do the dishes, but not very well. And I'm very OCD when it comes to things like that. If they're not clean, I will not touch them. Um, and she would just like lazily rinse dishes, not even wash them, which was another big issue. One time I went to a Mexican restaurant uh, here in Phoenix and I love this place. It's called Macayos. I think we've all heard oh, of yes. Macayos. I love Macayos. But, you know, sometimes people are a little hasty with their dishwashing. And so they brought me out a Sprite and about, about an inch from the bottom was some refried beans on the side of the inside. Oh, no. And I noticed that after I took a drink or two. Now, how gross is that? So I don't blame you. If I'm eating on a plate or could you imagine a bowl of cereal and you find out at the bottom there's some grit or something. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Continue. No, that's a big issue. So that was the biggest problem that we had with them, but I wouldn't really say anything too bad. Um, we we stopped, kept living, you know, we still had some time left. Um, since we had this other room, we found someone else that was in need. Um, it was Monty's coworker at this time, and he just went through brain surgery. Um, so he was looking for a new place to stay to kind of get back on his feet. So this guy literally is Frankenstein, half of his brain's been pulled out, and you're getting ready to rag on him too. What did he do? What did Frankenstein do? So he didn't necessarily do anything. So after Sherry and Andre found out how much he was paying in rent, it was a big explosion, and they ended up moving out. So oh, you were giving him a special deal. You were like, hey, he's got yeah. half a brain. We're going to give him a special <laughs> rate. So they're like, well, that should, we should all divide it. And we're like, no, like, this is our room. We're not going to do it that way. Like, this has nothing to do with you. And they didn't like that. So 
they ended up leaving. And so he was our next roommate, which was going pretty good. It was going really good for the most part. Um, he wasn't messy. You know, we would be up, we'd be cool. We'd be vibing. Um, he was kind of messy, but not anywhere near <laughs> what we've experienced so far. Can I just guess uh, what his problem was? Cause I just know it. He, did, he didn't hit on you and it just really bothered you. He did. Oh my God. Escalated. Maybe it there's, escalated. are you slipping something in their drink? <laughs> no, no. Little, it's, little Spanish it's fly. Mayor. I heard Bill Cosby <laughs> said that Spanish fly is for real. Can you, but you are hypnotizing these boys in some way, shape or form. I don't know what it is, but he, Eric's Eric says you're always having stuff flop out. That was, those is. were your words. <laughs> That's very true. But no, so he did end up hitting on me. And at this time, Monty was working. He was working, but he was working a night shift. So I was like constantly kind of spending time with this roommate and it escalated really bad. So it wasn't that he was necessarily a bad roommate, but it was a definitely a bad experience. So um, when you say bad, this is more than just him every night saying, come on, let's go do this. This is him like snuggling up to you, spooning against your will. I mean, is he borderline like uh, harassing you? Uh, I fell for him. It was bad. Okay, so this is one of those things where you've actually let him seduce you, so to speak? Yes. Wow, I wasn't expecting to hear this. So, again, it's his fault, though, right? Eric says you have body parts hanging out. The dogs love him, right? The dogs love this guy. He's great. So, yes. now, so now this puts strain on you and Monty. Do you have a guilty conscience and you end up sharing this with Monty or, it, or is Monty still in the dark on this? So he was at first, um, a situation happened with the apartments and the roommate ended up having to leave after he left. Um, I did tell Monty and things exploded. Um, Cause Monty's got a gentle heart and I know it would hurt him very badly. And, and we both know that he loves you more than he loves himself. So that he was did. really hurtful, hurtful for him. But I'll tell you what, you have to really love somebody to tell him the truth. Cause it's very exactly. easy to just say, I'm going to, you know, go to my grave with this secret. So you I have try. a heart to heart with him. Um, you have a heart to heart with him. I'm assuming. Yes. Is, is there a point where you guys say we're going to make this work or was there a temporary breakup? Um, so honestly, the whole process lasted about a year. Um, we did end up breaking up. It was kind of a back and forth thing because I wouldn't cut this dude off. Um, Are you addicted to this dude at this point? Because, you know, maybe Monty has been this messy, poor roommate that you've been struggling with for what now going on two or three years. And was this guy like a new fresh breeze? Yeah, it was. And I fell for him. It escalated. I guess you could say I was addicted because I've never experienced a, you know, anything like that before. But then I realized his true colors. So after we moved into a house, we did. And I have a roommate now. <laughs> and it's terrible still. 
Um, Tell us your roommate's name, because you know your roommate's probably not going to listen. What, what, what's your roommate's name? Her name is Jordan, and it's his sister. <laughs> I Wait, think. So, so in a weird way, you're still always keeping a connection to this guy. Is this your, let, let's say Monty's your A, is this your B? In other words, some people do fall in love with multiple people. Is there a chance you so let me love this guy? So first off, the roommate is actually Monty's sister, but yes, this guy was B up until two days ago. <laughs> oh my God. No wonder I had a hard time getting you on my, on my, to interview on my show. You know, I've been wanting, Hey, I have a, I have a fun question with you and then we'll get right back to B. Of course. One of our mutual friends is a gentleman named Noah. Wasn't <laughs> Noah a bad roommate too, or did Noah not? officially ever become a roommate so Noah was actually the roommate that I switched Monty for Alinja um he ended up being our roommate I want to say for like three months and no about I want to say three weeks it didn't even last a month because it was the same thing with him the pay paying for his you know side of the expenses was a problem I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you a statement. You tell me if you agree with it, because this is based on my roommate experience and, and loaning out money to people. Because when people owe money and they're late on rent, in essence, they're forcing you to loan them money against your will. Almost all people, when they leave, if you haven't gotten the money yet, you're probably not going to. And that's where friendships dissolve because they will literally ghost you for the rest of their life. Is, do you of agree course. with that? Absolutely. So although I love Noah, um, we're going to skip through Noah. He's not that interesting, right? He just had a three-month blurb. We, we won't even count that. Let's go back to Guy B here. You were having legitimate feelings, but there's a wild card in this, and that's little baby Elijah. Exactly. I imagine when you look into Elijah's eyes, you see a lot of Monty. And you see a lot That's of you. And so in a weird way, your relationship is Elijah. You can see it in the, in the little lad's face, right? Of course. So are you the type that, you know, when you're looking at Guy B here, obviously he's the new breeze. So there's probably a little bit of infatuation. But do you end up ultimately making a decision that I'm going to take a step back here? Because you said this was just a couple days ago. Right. Are you, are you are you right now in Monty mode and we're going to make yes. this work? Okay. So let so going forward, we know the bad stuff about Monty that he can be a little messy and that he has had money problems in the past, but he's working now, right? No, he's he's a no. student now. So <laughs> yes. what are his positives? What are what are the reasons that you're trying to come down to earth and choose family over infatuation? Um, I mean, the reason I decided to go that, that route, so first I'll kind of throw one thing out about Guy B. Um, he's 10 years older than Monty. Now, is there, a, is there a daddy issue there where was there always a piece of you that, all, well, I don't mean daddy issue as in he's 20 years older than you or 30, but is there a daddy issue in the fact that women tend to like more mature men? So a woman at 21 probably likes a guy that's 31. Whereas a guy that's 21 wants a girl that's maybe his own age. Have you always been attracted to older men? Yes. And was he the type of older man that even if you would have just seen him on the other side of a room and never talked to him, was he naturally attractive to you? Um, 
he's a good looking guy, but it was his personality that ultimately did it. Um, but the fact and does that he does he get off on the fact that you're kind of taken? Like, is there this competition thing where he wants to be uh, showing up, Monty, or does he not know Monty? Or does he, I mean, they know each other, obviously, yeah. right? Um, Are they friends? Do they hate each other? Uh, they do now. <laughs> they hate each other now. For when sure. did now? When did now start though? Did it start uh, two days ago, or did it started in like February? <laughs> okay, so they've had this whole year. Monty hates COVID, but he also hates this guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> and this guy feels the same way. But in a weird way, does this guy know he's in the wrong? I mean, does he have a guilty conscience too, where occasionally he says, you know, I know you're a Monty's girl, or does he look at Monty as in just this guy that treats you like crap? Um, so I think he had a guilty conscience as first, but then that's kind of the mentality he switched to. Um, so it's like, I feel like everyone has a time frame in which they have to, you know, grow. Like everyone's not going to start out a millionaire and successful, you know? So that's one thing I've been trying to, the, one of the reasons I've been trying to stick with Monty is because I've, it's been four years, you know, and he's getting better, <laughs> but I know it takes time. So I didn't want to just jump out of it with him and go to this guy that was 10 years older that's barely getting his life together. You know, it just okay. didn't. Okay, so, so even, so the reality is the guy's not perfect, even if he was treating you perfectly. It sounds like at 10 years older, he doesn't necessarily own a house or exactly. not you know, even have, close. A, have a retirement account ready for, you know, college for the kids or anything like that, right? Exactly. So he has pros, but he has cons as well. Of if, if you could take yourself out of your body and be your best friend, what, what are your predictions for Denisha, Monty, and Guy B, let's say, over the next one to five years? Do you, do you think this is over, or is it too deep to necessarily guarantee that it's over? Is this a struggle that you're dealing with? Um, um, it's been a struggle that I've been dealing with up until recently. I've kind of did kind of the out-of-body experience and kind of tried to look at it from an outside point of view. Um, I feel like since I've cut him off, like, officially, then things are going to progress positively, but only if, you know, Monty keeps his word and actually does what he should be doing for his family, you know? Does he try to contact you with the booty call request? Is he seducing you even though he knows you're trying to make your relationship work? Or is he really not this diabolical guy? It's just occasionally you guys, your paths cross and um, things happen. After, so around the 4th of July, things kind of escalated. And that was the first time I cut him off. And he actually left the state and went to Michigan. In a, um, in a depressed mode and in yeah. a, I'm in a start over mode or? Like, um, well, you kind of broke my heart, so I'm leaving. I have no reason to be here. Oh, so he legitimately cares about you. Yeah. Okay, so this is not just a guy that's having a conquest for a girl that's 10 years younger. There's some feelings there, right? Correct. So in yeah. a weird way, you're in one of these pickles where you have two husband type characters. You know, I got to thank you for coming on because I was originally thinking we were going to talk about world's worst roommates and you've had some doozies, and, but even you would agree that individually, none of them were the most horrible. It's just that they were back to back to back. Exactly. What, what makes this guy 
so horrible is because you liked him so much because um, I don't know if you're a big person into faith or what have you, but you know, the devil can be a very beautiful character, right? And it sounds to me like you, you, you've even said out of your own mouth, he's kind of a weakness to you. Yeah. So that really makes life interesting because, you know, when I was seeing you on a daily basis, when we all worked together a couple of years back, you and Monty were kind of inseparable. Exactly. Sometimes life leads us in these paths. You know, one thing I think Monty could probably agree on is maybe he needs to work a little overtime so that you don't need any more roommates and no more <laughs> men coming in the house, right? We need to have female nun-like characters or something. Um, going forward, though, you do want it to work with Monty. Are you guys, I know your boyfriend, girlfriend now, is, is there still potential engagement and marriage in the future or are you guys just taking it one day at a time? Um, hopefully we can build back up to that point, you know, cause we were engaged when everything happened and, you know, we kind of called that off. <laughs> um, but you guys but, are, you guys are living under the same roof, correct? Yeah. Okay. So at least you guys are trying and you're not repulsed by one another. Exactly. I, I want to let everyone at home know that this is exactly why I wanted to do a show. These are real friends of mine. And of course we're going to have some people that aren't friends yet of mine come on but everybody, and I mean everybody, has a great story to share. And sometimes when you get people to share a story, it ends up snowballing into something more. So please, if you have an interesting story, email me at the uh, email host button below. And uh, until next week, have a great day. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Jesse Jameson and Friends. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Be sure to tune in again next week for another great story. Jesse Jameson and Friends is heard every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Jesse Jameson and Friends is a proud presentation of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. All rights reserved.